Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll enjoy. No one like him, not in all the earth. Woo, you can be seated. Thank you, worship team. Dear Mercy. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, church, there's no one like him. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, the residual, all this residue, all this stuff that's been hanging on, I'm telling you, it's broken off of us in Jesus' name. It's not, has no power, no authority in our hearts, in our lives, in our bodies. And, uh, you know, I want to talk to you today <clears throat> about 2022 for a moment. And I've got a subtitle for this, but I'm going to wait and give it to you in a minute. But this is not about New Year's predictions. We've had enough predictions. This is about New Year's directions and direction. And more than we need prediction, how many of you know we need direction as we go into 2022? But how many of you know, you know, we're not just led by a map alone. We have a personal guide. Holy Spirit. Who said, I will lead you and guide you into all truth. And I'm telling you, he's speaking, he's moving. Uh, you're getting ready, and you are already coming into some of the greatest revelation and understanding that you've ever had in your Christian walk of some things. You're seeing things differently than you ever have before. And it's because the Spirit of the living God is speaking and He's moving. And, uh, boy, I just got so much I want to share, and I'm just going to zero in for just a few moments today on one one of these things, but let me, let me share with you some directive words that I believe I have for the year, and the first one is the one that we're going to spend our time talking about today, and if I'm not careful, I have to, be, have to watch myself, so I, don't, I go through this list, and then I'll start on them, and then we all know where that leads. Number one, first directive word for the year is, is trust, and that's what I want to talk about today. Everybody say Trust. But here's, here's some more that we're going to, I'm feeling God is saying. Number two, correction. And I know, I'm, let me just say, somebody say, oh, that sounds, that doesn't sound very positive. Let me tell you something. If, if whom, whom the Lord loves, he corrects. If God, if you're never corrected, then we're not sons and daughters. But in, in with that, we'll talk about when we get to a correction, awakened and course, direct, course correction as well uh, at times. And, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Thirdly, of course, Suzanne has already talked about this and we've already launched into it, is prayer. Fourth is community. And five, and, that, and somebody said, well, the, do the first letters of this thing spell, all these words you're given spell anything? No. <laughs> Haven't we had enough and I'm not against that, but haven't we had enough pretty little preaching? Oh, it's quiet. I felt that one bounce back. How about we just get in the Word of God and see what the Word says? And start, instead of trying to impress everybody about how smart we are, 
It's not about that. So these words, they're just, they're just what I feel like God is saying, angels. Brother Scotty, what in the world are you talking about? Well, we'll talk about it, angels. Because here's what I've discovered. Angels respond to certain things. Number six, so, and number seven, encounter. But today we want to talk about, everybody, would you say with me again, trust? trust. Now, I want, you to, I want you to do me a favor and help your preacher out today. And here's what I'd like you to do. You just saw me. I got my wallet. And I'm going to look and see what's in here. Okay, I got a, I got a bill. I got, a, I got some currency. If you have some currency, not change, some currency, get it out. Whether it's a dollar bill, $10 bill, $5 bill, 20 hundreds. Do they make currency bigger than hundreds? They do? Well, you got some of that? And here's the thing. Somebody, I knew. Go to that church. Now he's going to take another offering. I'm not taking another offering. It's not what this is about. So just get it out and hold on to it for just a moment, if you would. This is important. I'm telling you, this is important. We're going somewhere with this. Boy, and I know God stirred my heart. I'm telling you. Just spending time in His presence. And listen. You can't spend time in His presence without spending time in here. You see what I'm holding up? My goodness, it just the more time you spend in His presence, the more this comes alive and becomes real. Trust is vitally important. And we all ask ourselves, you know, who do you trust? Now, our we're only able to be trusted. Our, our trust level is only as good as our word level. How good is my word? Susan and I, we try to be very, very mindful. If we promise our grandkids something, we do it. I'll tell you why, because they remember it. If, they, if you said, I'm going to take you so-and-so, or we're going to do this, they remember. And how many of you know they'll remind you? You said... But, you know, not only with them, uh, with our families. You know, we, we, had a, we had a family crisis the last year and a half. One of Susan's, uh, Susan's sister's husband had been, been in church here many times. Was, he was just viciously attacked and uh, almost died. It's a miracle he did not die. And I know probably her, her sister Winky is watching today. Our hearts, our prayer, and our faith are with you. Sally, we call him, sorry, Winky is her name. And you have, how many of you have family names? I've never had anybody explain to me why she was called that, but we love it. Amen? I'm sure it's a long story. But anyway, uh, you know, and I said, David is, is, uh, David's in a nursing home in Louisiana. And I'd said, you know, I'm going, David, I'm coming to see you. So I kept my word. I went to see him. And... Uh, let me tell you, let me give you a good report. He's already made more progress than they ever thought he would. And he looked at me, and he said, and I was just so blessed by how, how he was responding. He looked at me, and he, as soon as I walked in, I wasn't sure because he had tremendous, he had severe brain damage. If I went into the details, it would horrify some of you. But uh, he had tremendous brain damage. And I walked in the room, and I said, David, do you know who I am? He said, Uncle Scotty. It's so good to see you. You came to see me. 
And in just a few minutes, you know what he looked at me and he said? Jesus took the stripes so I could take the healing. Praise the Lord. The Word's alive. And God's Word is faithful. And here's the thing. God is as good as His Word. And let me tell you, His Word, how many of you know His Word is good? It's vitally important. Who do you trust? Psalm 37, verses 3 through 5 say this. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he'll give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. Oh, my. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when he cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful. Now stop right there. That word, you know what that word careful means? That word careful means shall not be afraid, shall not be overly concerned, shall not be anxious. Watch this. Shall not be careful in the year of drought. You can fill in the year of, in the year of COVID, in the year of this, in the year of that. I refuse to call the last two years the year of anything except the year of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, 2020 and 2021. Yeah, we've had some attacks. Well, what's this? What's this? Shall not be careful. Shall not be overly concerned. Shall not be unhealthily afraid. Even in the year of drought, neither shall cease. Oh, y'all, I hope y'all are getting some of this promise rising up. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Boy, there's some great, great stuff right there. But, you know, here's what we've come to in, in so much of the world and so much of our nation. There are so few institutions and places that we can still trust and have confidence in. Just being honest. And so I have to ask the question, where should our trust be? But I know this, if the last two years has taught us anything, it's that our trust has got to be in God and in His Word in times of trouble and not the government. And I love our country. You know that. I mean, I get emotional when I see the flag. I thank God for our country. I thank God for our nation. But everybody said, oh, I wish normal would just come back. Normal is not coming back. Jesus is. And if you read this book, if you read this book, it's very descriptive in terms of what is going on in the world today. It let us know in the last days, perilous times will come. But you know, it's amazing in that, he said, let not your heart be troubled. But he said, here's why he said, 
Let not your heart be troubled. You believe. You believe in God. Believe also in me. So few institutions that we can still have our trust and our faith and our confidence is. And, and here's the thing. When we talk about our government, yes, I love our country. But, you know, our government and are, are, are basically is made up of people who make decisions. Who get elected, who make decisions. And so the decisions that are made are never going to be any greater than the people who fill the office. Am I getting too real this morning? I hope not. It's plain and simple. So what I'm talking about is where should our trust be? Now, how many of you got some currency out? If you don't have some, borrow one from somebody. Say, so, hey, man, hand me that hundred over here. Or that one. And we're talking about where do we trust? I got to thinking about this week, this week and this past week. And on that, now whatever bill you've got, I'm assuming it's, it's pretty much the same except who the dead president is except on the front of it. I think on a dollar bill it is George. I don't know who it is on a 10. I'm not holding a 10 right now. But I've got a 20 here. 10's Hamilton. Uh, 20 is uh, Jackson. All right. Now look at that. Look at the look at the front of that currency. With look at the front of it. And at the top of it, it says Federal Reserve Note. Now, the Bible talks about not trusting in uncertain riches. And, you know, I know people are saying, well, I tell you, the government, you know, they're, they're getting us out of this. And, well, I got an announcement for you this morning. I looked at it this morning on the, uh, the website where you can check our nation's debt. Are you ready for this? And that is what the front of this bill represents. The Federal Reserve Note. We are almost just getting ready to be $30 trillion in debt. I said trillion. I can't even... So here's the thing. When it comes to trust... I better wake up, smell the coffee, and realize I can't trust in the Fed on this side of this bill, the Federal Reserve note, because on that side, it is $30 trillion in debt. But you know, thank God that somewhere back there, I don't know when it happened. Somebody can probably do history. Somebody will probably tell me. But somewhere back there, they didn't just put writing on the front side of this. Has anybody in this house this morning can connect the dots? I thank God I don't have to trust 
my trust, my hope, my faith, and my confidence is not on this side that says Federal Reserve note that is $30 trillion in debt. I said, not on my, not on my watch is this church. Am I personally, are we ever going to acquiesce, to bow our knee to say, our only hope, oh, our only hope is on this side of this bill that is $30 trillion in debt. And so now I want you to take that bill and turn it over. And let's look at the other side. I tell you what, I feel like just running and shouting. Because, Brother Al, somebody back there somewhere had the insight to say, I don't care how smart we are. I don't care what kind of system of government we have. I don't care how powerful we think we are. Right on the top of the back of that, it says the United States of America, and underneath it, there are four words that change everything. Would somebody tell me what those four words are? In God we trust. Glory be to God. I'm going to tell you something. You need to, and I know a lot of our transactions, thank God, we don't, people don't carry cash anymore, but I'm telling you what, I am trying to stay, coach, where I make sure I have some cash. I tell you what, and here I want you to join with me in doing something. From now on, when you get ready to pay for something, you're using cash, I want you to take it from that side, flip it to that side, slide it forward. Glory be to God. When somebody says, how you doing? I want you to announce, in God we trust. I want everybody in this house to say, in God we trust. Y'all didn't do that. was pitiful. In God we trust. Turn that bill over. And by the way, just so we'll know, you're saying, Brother Scotty, what are you talking about 2022? We better trust in God in 2022. This God that they're talking about, it wasn't a generic God. It was the one true God, Jehovah God. And in Jesus' name, I declare that there will never be by faith, I'm praying, and I'm voting, and I'm doing everything else to say, there ain't going to be nobody in authority who's going to take in God we trust off of our currency. If we do, God help us. Federal Reserve note, no. United States of America, in God we trust. And here is why it's important. What we say and what we write and what we declare is so vitally important. Words mean something. I said words mean something. And hear me, decrees and declarations mean something. They're powerful. And every time we make an exchange... 
whether it's with cash or with anything else, we need to be realizing and know that someone had the foresight back there to say, we better trust in God. And so I'm thanking God that in 2022, our motto, and if I had to have one thing for 2022, this would be it. In God we trust. In God we trust. That's our theme for the, for the year and the rest of our lives. Now, we have learned through the years, those that have been here, that we have to trust God. We've got to trust God. And, uh, you know, we're believing God this year as we trust Him. I am believing by faith and praying and speaking every day. We're going to be able to build that tabernacle out here this year. This year. And, you know, we've, we've said very little about it. And, in fact, you know, over the last uh, months, uh, even our wagon offerings until today was the first time we've done that again. We've been doing uh, Christ in Action, some other things. We've said very little about it. And I got, you know, I, I checked with Amy a Tuesday. I said, Amy, uh, are we, how are we doing, uh, you know, with our tabernacle that we're believing for? Give me, a, give me a report and update. She said, well, let me look at the figures and I'll, I'll, get, I'll get back to you. Well, in a minute she came in and she said, and she gave me this figure and I said, wow, that's glorious. We hadn't even talked about it. Because listen, folks, we've got almost $51,000. And that's with no pressure, just led, people led by the Spirit of God who are trusting God who know that there is a church, there's a vision, there's something going on. You'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed in the basket, blessed in the field, blessed coming in and blessed going out. But it only happens as we trust God. And you know, I got less the numbers I got, and of course these are going to be just kind of approximate, but I think it's going to probably take about $100,000 just to order the material, Steve, somewhere in that vicinity. We're over halfway there already. Now, you ought to get more excited than that. Because I'm telling you, what I see is so important. Because we trust in God. And you know, the thing about it was, when, we, when I first started thinking about this, I thought, man... Everybody's saying, you know, all this stuff's going on in the economy. Money must be a bad time to build. And I just felt like God said, I said build it. I didn't tell you to figure out how to pay for it. I just asked you to believe for it. <laughs> Been there and done that, hadn't we? But you know, the great thing about it was the thought went through my mind. You know, all you got to do is you could just call the bank and and just borrow that money, and I'm like, you know, wait a minute. Ho, 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 ho. I am not going to pattern. We're not going to pattern this house after the front side of this bill. We're going to pattern this house after the back side of this bill, and we're going to say, in God we trust. We are debt-free, and we stay in that way. Somebody give God praise up in this house. And I am believing. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I didn't mean, I was not going to spend this much time on this, but I'm going to tell you what. I am believing that the same anointing of being debt-free that's in this house is on you. I said it's on you. It's on you and it's on me and it's on us. So somebody say to me, all right, you can put your money up. See, I wasn't trying to take your money today. We'll talk about that when we talk about sowing. 
So I'm believing God that we're going to build that tabernacle this year debt-free. And we'll dedicate it before the year's over. That's what I'm believing for. But realize this. When it comes to trust, our trust is only as trustworthy as our word and in our government as the people who hold office. But here is, and this is so paramount for us, individually and corporately. You've got, we've got to trust God for our future. Trust God. Stick with the Word of God. Stay with God. Your Bible, it's not a newspaper. It is a tool of divine encounter. Watch this. Every chapter, every verse is personal. And it is a personal prophecy for your life. Did you hear what I said? God's Spirit will make it live. Listen to me. Meditate on that Word. Pray that Word. Speak that Word. Write that Word. Thank God somebody wrote that Word on our currency. In God we trust. What a privilege it is to have that living Word of God. Why? Why was it so important, Brother Scotty, that we, that we pray it, that we speak it, that we write it, that we declare it? Because in this hour, in a chaotic world, it is important that we take authority over the atmosphere. Now, I want you to just think with me. Let's say you turn your radio on or your you know, TV on and you listen to eight hours of the news cycle. Now then describe your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your atmosphere after that. As opposed to check it. Check the news, see what's going on. That's fine. Check it. You know, there's cases before the Supreme Court right now. I'm believing. But I don't have to listen to eight hours. I'll just go ahead and use the Greek word. I don't have to listen to eight hours of crap. I want to hear from heaven. I want to hear from heaven. I want to know what he's saying. Take authority over the atmosphere. Speak life over yourself, over your family, over our nation. And here it is. Speak it out loud. Speak it daily. I am declaring the theme for this house and I am declaring the theme for the body of Christ is in God we trust. I'm going to speak it out every day. And when the news comes, whatever comes across in Jesus' name, my counter is in God we trust. 2022, declare it. It changes the atmosphere. And you can say, well, it don't look like anything in Washington, D.C. or out there is changing. Well, let me tell you what. It can change in your house. It can change in your car. It can change in this house. It can change in this city. It can change in your business. In 2022, in God we trust. Because the promises of God are true. In 2022, it's fear not. Because here's what I've discovered. Unhealthy fear doesn't prevent death. 
It prevents life. Do I need to say that again? Unhealthy fear doesn't prevent death. It prevents life. God has not given us the spirit of... Come on. Y'all not helping me. God has not given us the spirit of... But of power, love and power and a sound mind. Psalm 115. Boy, let me work this for just a few minutes and, and we will make our, we will make our declaration of, of coming up to... And here's what I'm saying, church. It, it's so easy to begin to trust in everybody and everything but God. Thinking this is going to happen and that's going to happen. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. I'm telling you, we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus. Psalm 115, start at verse 9. And let me work my way through it. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. How I many you know Israel is referring to a nation? Israel as a nation, trust in the Lord. We can apply that to our nation. But I tell you, uh, uh, we can apply it to us. Listen, watch this. How many of you know? How many of you are born again? Hold your hand up and say, that's me. Then you're the seed of Abraham. Come on. I said, you're the seed of Abraham. I'm the seed of Abraham. We are the seed of Abraham. And his blessing rests on me and you. O Israel, trust thou in the Lord because he is your help and he is your shield. Let's look at verse 10. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is your help and your shield. Aaron represents the priesthood. The ministry, life church, your ministry. Some of you, many of you in here have ministries. You start looking at the economy. You start looking at all of these things up and down and in and out and $30 trillion in debt. But he's saying, oh, Aaron, priesthood, Brother Scotty, life church, leaders of this ministry, leaders of your ministry, trust in the Lord. He is your help. And your shield. Verse 11. Ye that fear the Lord. That word there for fear talks about reverential fear, respect, and honor. You that reverence, respect, honor, fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is your help and your shield. The Lord hath been mindful of us. <laughs> All right, here we go. How would, how would you like to know that God was thinking about you? You ever, get a, you ever get a text or a message from somebody that said, I was just thinking about you today. Isn't that encouraging? Well, here's the promise. When we trust in the Lord, we are always on His mind. Always on His mind. Sorry, that old song. The Lord's mindful of you. 
You know, my grandkids, they trust us. They know we're protective of them. They know we're thinking about them. When they're with us, they know we're looking out for them. They trust us. And because they trust us, we're continually thinking about what do we need to do? How do we need to take care of them? What's going on in them? Hey, Matthew and Suzanne, give us an update. Ryan and Jackie, give us an update. Tell me what's going on. They're always on my mind. When we trust in the Lord, we're always on His mind. I want you to tell your neighbor right now, say, you are on His mind. Come on, help me out. Tell him, you are on His mind. I like to know God's thinking about me. You that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. The Lord hath been mindful of us. Watch this. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those that fear the Lord, both small and great. So he's mindful of us. And then in verse 14, there is a powerful promise. How are we going to get what we need? How are we going to see our needs supplied? How are we going to build this? How are we going to do that? How are we going to accomplish in your personal life and ministry and family? How are you going to accomplish that this year? Here's the key. When we trust Him, when He is our source, the Lord, verse 14, shall increase you. Oh, man, you better underline this. The Lord shall increase you more and more you, I said you and your children. Bless God. The Bible says a good man will leave an inheritance to his children's children. Now that inheritance is more than just money. That's part of it. But I tell you what, it's a spiritual inheritance. Come on, somebody. I said we're going to... And you better hear me on this. This is so important. Man, I'm enjoying myself this morning. I received that. Thank you. He'll increase you more and more. Trusting God brings increase. Did you hear what I said? I said trusting God brings increase. Finances are part of it. But here's the thing. Still got this in my pocket. We don't love this. You know what? It don't love me. Money don't love you. But the source. The source of it loves me and he loves you. We don't love money, it doesn't love you. It's a tool. We do not trust in uncertain riches. We use them. And so listen, everybody look up here real quick because I'm going to make a bold statement. And I know there's controversy and people like, this person taught this. And I'll tell you, they were extreme over. I'm going to tell you something. I'm believing for increase. 
for every person watching, every person listening, every person sitting here, every person under the sound of my voice. If you come out here and you hear me on Sunday, if you listen to me, if you follow me online, I am declaring and I am decreeing over you that 2022, regardless of what happens on this side of the bill, that 2022 is going to be, flip that baby, a year of increase. And you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I declare over you that everything you put your hand to, it shall prosper, it shall be blessed, but it all goes back to who am I trusting in? Where is my trust? Where is my anchor? He said he will increase you more and more. And here's what I've discovered. If God can trust us with earthly currency, he can trust us with the currency of heaven. His voice and the gifts of his spirit and discernment. Now I want you to say something with me. This morning. Am I being y'all all right this morning? No. Oh, I hope so. Hmm. Plowing some ground. I love to plow ground. I told you it was going to be a year of correction. Too. A year when we, we experienced the correction of the Lord. But Susan and I have been sharing some things and we're not ready to share them all yet. It's just not time. But but one of the things that we've been sharing is this. As many as are led, one of the scriptures, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons and daughters of God. We're led by the Spirit of God. But you know, you can get this mindset of, I'm always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, no. Uh-uh. I believe, Fred, in divine appointments. Not devilish disappointments. And so we just continually thank God. I am right where I need to be because I am led by the Spirit of the living God. And I'm going to have divine encounter. Come on. Boy, I am just getting radical. I'm going to be radical in 22. What do you mean by that? I'm going to radically believe God. I'm going to, listen to me, we're going to radically trust God. And I know for some of you, this is hard for you to say because you think, well, it's being proud and it's being arrogant. It's not. On my own, I don't have, I, I, I mean, I look back at my life, I'm not the smartest. I wasn't necessarily the brightest bulb in the tree, on the tree. I didn't make all A's. I had one teacher said, I, I took one course one year, and she looked at me and said, I wouldn't recommend you to take part two next year. <laughs> I said, I wasn't my gift. Algebra was not my gift, <laughs> Brother Tim. 
Wasn't you? But I'll tell you this. Brother Dick, I got a hold of the Word of God. I'm about to, I'm just about to. We got a hold of the Word of God. And on our own, I don't have all the expertise and all the smart, but I tell you this, I know enough to know that God is trustworthy, therefore His Word is trustworthy. And He has given us a promise, and He's given you a promise. He said the steps of the righteous are directed and ordered by Almighty God, Jehovah, the same God's name that is written on the back of that bill that you have. And so therefore I declare, Drew, we in the right place at the right time. I could give a personal example, but I won't because it offends some people, but I'm just telling you, don't try to... Don't try to contradict me on this because you're not arguing with me. You're arguing with the Word of God. So I am, I am imploring you and all of us to take this Word, hide it in our heart, speak it out of our mouth. Hear me now. The Word of God, hidden in our heart, spoken out of our mouth in faith, has creative power and authority. Young people, you're asking yourself what you're going to build your life on. How am I going to live my life? You know, I love our Constitution, but I'm telling you what, even above our Constitution is the Word of God. I'm going to build my life on this. I'm going to put my hope in this. I'm going to put my trust in this. I'm going to put my trust in Him. I trust Him. Let me ask you a question. How do you know who to trust? Who's been there for you? Has he been faithful? Has he gotten us through? Has he gotten us through? Did he deliver us when it seemed like there was no way out? You're, you're sitting in a building that was here, that is here, because God made a way where there is no way. Don't tell me it can't be real. We are Abraham's seed. We are the seed of the righteous. So if God can trust us with the earthly currency, He can trust us with the currency of heaven, His voice, and the gifts of His Spirit. But He makes that promise. Listen to this, and this is so important. I'm going a little long today, but that's all right. I'll stop when I'm done. I'm going to quit telling y'all I'm quitting. I'm tired of lying. 
I'll quit when I'm through. If you're ready to go, go on. <laughs> but in verse 14, he says, not only you, but you and your children. Hear me now. Why is this important? Why is what I'm saying important? This is one of the most powerful principles of what I'm teaching you and what I'm sharing with you from my heart today. Why is this important? Because future generations are depending on the fruit of our faith and our trust. I live in a constant state of awareness that there's people coming behind us. Sons and daughters, children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, lives. When God showed me that tabernacle, I saw it filled with people worshiping God, gathering, lifting their voice, Declaring how great is our God. Community gathering in. Hearts and lives being challenged. Watch this. Families. Families gathering together. Demonstrating the glory of God. When was that that we had that gathering out here in the fall? That, that Sunday evening? Suzanne, somebody help me. Feast of Tabernacle. Well, there you go. How about that? It was great. We didn't have really, the weather was beautiful. We didn't have a place to gather under really that was big enough for us. But man, I watched children as they enacted the Bible stories, as they danced, as they worshiped, as we celebrated God. We celebrated family. We celebrated each other. But I tell you what else we're going to do out there. We're going to celebrate community and we're going to celebrate the United States of America. Yes. So there's a future. Why is this important? Trusting God is important because future generations are depending on the fruit of our faith and our trust. I want to teach, and our, and our grandkids, we, they've got great parents, and, and, and our, our kids are teaching their kids to trust God, to believe God, to pray, to stand. That's so important. Be an example of that. Verse 16, listen to this. The Lord, verse 14, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. You are the blessed of the Lord which made heaven and earth. Whew. In verse 16, the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's. Boy, the last part of this verse will hit you right between the eyes. But the earth hath he given to the children of men. Whew. The authority that we walk in, the words that we speak, the revelation that God gives to us that comes out of our mouth is so important. The church, 
the ecclesia, I declare in 2022, will not abdicate her assignment in the earth. We will not abdicate our assignment in the earth. In fact, what we're going to do is occupy all the way up until one day we hear the da 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 <laughs> I believe it'll be a little more powerful than that. <laughs> oh, Brother Scotty, you radical. You really believe that? Yeah, I really believe there's going to be the sound of the trumpet. The archangel, the voice of the archangel, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. They get a head start on us. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds and so shall we ever be with the Lord. All of you who've lost loved ones in the last few years, they are waiting, they are worshiping, they are celebrating in heaven and one day you'll be joined with them again. Glory be to God. That's how we can trust God even for those things in our past. Oh, how beautiful and how powerful is that. But I am declaring the ecclesia shall not abdicate her assignment in the earth. The church of Jesus in 2022 will occupy all the way up until the sound of the trumpet. Luke 19. I told you I was going to keep going until I was done. I wasn't kidding. He called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds. And here's the thing. He delivered unto them. This is something that you exchange on the earthly level. And here's what he told them to do, coach. He said, I want you to occupy. The word occupy means to do business, be engaged, and fill the space until I come. I am seeing in my spirit a glorious church, a praying church, a church that will not, will, listen to me, will not relinquish her authority in the earth. The heavens are the Lord. The earth, He's delegated. It's what it says. I didn't say it. He said it. There's a lot of things God gets blamed for. Man did it. He said, occupy, do business, be engaged, fill the space till I come. Deuteronomy 11. Therefore shall you lay up these words in your heart. You know, some of you are dealing with lost kids and, and kids that are out in left field. And, you know, you've got to deal with the reality of where they are. Absolutely, you do. But I'm going to tell you something. You need to lay up the Word of God in your heart regarding them. I'm telling you, lay up. And hear me, church. Oh, I hope y'all are hearing this. Lay up the Word of God in your heart concerning everything that concerns you. I wasn't going to tell this, but I might as well go ahead. Just lay it all out. I don't care. 
I had an appointment with an oral surgeon. What day was that, Susan? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Got there on time. Not, not picking on everybody in the medical field, just saying, okay? <laughs> Got there on time. Sat there for almost an hour. Oh, God. I've got things to do, people to talk to, stuff going on. Went in. I began to look at some stuff, and then he said, well, let's, let's do this, do this. And they're like, blah, 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 did the x-rays, did all this stuff. And he said, well, I'll tell you what. You can do this, and here's what we'll do. And, uh, and I was thinking, you know, a week or two, man, we good to, we're ready to roll. Rock and roll, baby. Let's roll. Let's get this thing going. He said, I'll do this and this and this, and then for four or five months, <laughs> you won't be able to chew on that side or suck out of a straw. I said, well, can I talk? Because if I can't talk, I'm in trouble. Well, you know what I mean? I was like, and then he said, and then after that, you can come back, and I'll do something else, and then it'll be another. So basically for eight months, you can't chew on that side of your mouth or suck out of a straw. Now, I'm going to make a confession. I like to eat. Eating not a chore for me. I like it. Come on, y'all looking at me like, don't you look at me like you don't like to eat. I know you do. I went out there. My head was swimming. I got home. I told Susan. I said, I can't believe what he just told me. She said, Well, I just better. She said, I just believe. We better just believe God. I said, Glory to God. Hallelujah. At the mouth of two, let it be established. So I'm just going to believe God for a miracle. I got stuff to do. I got meals to eat. I got people to fellowship with. I got a tabernacle to build. We got a tabernacle to build out here, and we're going to have a feast under it. It's, it's called the Feast of the Tabernacle. Not the pain, not the, sacri- not the fast of the tabernacle. Sorry, I, I, I just getting that out there. So, what are you going to do, Brother Scott? I'm going to believe God. Bless God one way or the other. God's going to take care of it. I trust God. Therefore, you shall you lay up these words in your heart and in your soul. Bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be frontless between your eyes. And watch this. And you shall teach them your children. I want you to understand, I am not against, I'm not anti-government, so please hear me. But the government is not supposed to be co-parents. Now, I'm a parent. I'm a mama. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Lord, somebody, I tell you, take that off of that tape because somebody will edit that and make me look like I'm, I'm into something I'm not. I ain't Lord help us. <laughs> I'm a papa. She's a mama. Whew. Y'all, I tell you what aggravates me, because you know what y'all gonna remember from today? You hear what he said? Ooh, Lord, you hear what he said? You got it. 
we won't abdicate. I'm, I'm just saying this year, we're not going to abdicate our responsibility. Bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be frontless between your eyes. You shall teach them your children. Watch this. Speaking of them. Not just thinking of them. Listen, church. Speaking them. When you sit down, when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up, you know, and I'm trying to do this more and more and more. I've always done it to a certain degree, but I'm having a refresher course in it. The first thing I do when I get up in the morning from now on is when my feet go over on the side, when I'm on my way to wherever I'm going. <laughs> Y'all didn't get that. You're usually, yeah, look at Y'all looking at me like you don't go to the bathroom. Give me a break. My feet hit the ground on my way. To my appointment. The Word of God. The Word that's in your heart. Father, I thank you today. Glory to God. You have promised me a day that is blessed. I trust in you. And you'll give us the desires of my heart. Lord, thank you that the angels are camped around about myself and my family. Lord, and the people of Life Church. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Experience His presence. As that word begins to come out, when you lie down, when you get up, watch this. Not only speak it. Now, I didn't say this. God did. Write it. I, write, I'm, I do most of my writing in my notebook on my phone. I got 12,000 pages of notes in my phone notebook. You need to do the same thing. You know, Casey, the Word says, write the vision and make it plain that they that read it may run with it. So that's why I'm, right, I'm putting this out today. Our trust is in God. Everybody say, in God we trust. Don't forget that that's on your money. It's so easy just to forget that and let it go. It's there for a reason. Write them up on the, the doorposts of your house, upon your gates that your days may be multiplied. How many of you want to live long? How many of you want to live long and prosper? How many of you want to live long enough to see the mightiest revival the United States of America has ever seen? How many of you believe in for that? Then speak it, write it. Write it up on the doorpost of your house. Put it on your refrigerator, that place that you visit so often. Me too. Upon your gates, your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. Stand up with me. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. The Word of God. Yeah, I'm going to get you, Fred. Come on, brother. Come on. Two weeks ago in service, I was kind of traumatized, and the Lord gave me a scripture, and it's in Luke 10, 18. I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Listen carefully. I've given you authority that you now possess 
to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the powers of the enemy and nothing in any way shall harm you. The Lord spoke to my heart and he said, in the future, you'll have to stand your ground and fight for those you love. You'll have to fight with the power and authority that I've given you. Exercise it and you will see results. Perilous times we've seen and unusual times were before us. Stand your ground and exercise your authority. Amen. Give God praise for that. All right, now let me tell you this. As I was meditating on it, I, I'm not looking, I don't look to come in here and just preach little pretty sermons. I mean, I, I want to hear from God. I want to know how's this work in my life, God. What are you saying? What are you requiring of us? I have a corporate responsibility, but personally too as well. And here's what I'm asking from you, because I know this is where we are. I've had to repent of some things. You can get your eyes on people, thinking this is how God's going to do this, and, and we're going to see this, and, and, you know, and listen, we've got to trust God, Period. And that is not always the easiest thing to do because we think, oh, I know how God's, I know how this is going to happen and this is going to happen and they're going to do this and then they don't do it and we crash. But let me tell you, I feel like God is challenging us to say, let's take trusting Him to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Is there anybody else in here besides Susan and I who would say, Brother Scotty, I'm ready to step out and trust God at a whole nother level. I'm talking about, listen, the complacent stuff that we've been through, this is not good English, but it's true, ain't going to cut it. It's time to trust God. To see Him provide. How many of you have some things in your heart that you know God has called you to believe for that you want to see this year? Hold your hand up right now. I'll remind you the word that God spoke to us and that He's speaking to you. He didn't tell you to lay awake at night figuring out how to do it. He told you to believe for it. Now, I want you to take a step of faith. I don't, I'm not going to make you come up here, but just step out in the aisle. Make a step. Faith without works is dead. For ministry breakthrough, for health, for sons and daughters, kids, children, grandchildren, Your independence. You're not being dependent upon the ways of man, religious controlling spirits that try to inhibit and hold back the blessing of God. Hear me now, look at me. You, we're going to have to we're going to have to learn how to think beyond the boundaries that religion has tried to put into our head. 
and that people have tried to put in our head. You are strong. You are blessed. You are favored. You are successful. You have what you need in Him to accomplish everything He has called you to do and everything He will set before you. And a new confidence and a new boldness and a new beauty and a new grace is upon you to walk it out and watch Him do His thing in your life. Let's lift our hands. Father... First of all, we just, we just say we repent for, for trusting everything and everybody but you. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. We will not forsake the ancient landmarks. We will not forsake the ancient landmarks that's written, that are written on the back <laughs> of this currency. Life Church, to every family, Everybody that's associated with this ministry in any way, I declare and I decree over us, in God we trust. Therefore, surely we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We will see His beauty and His glory on display. Greater works than these shall you do because I go to my Father. And so I declare and I decree, Lord, we are trusting in you. Not the systems of man. Not our own manipulation. Not pity. But Father, we are trusting in you and trusting in your word. So therefore, I thank you that 2022 for us that are gathered here today and those listening will be a year when we see the fulfillment of those things that we have been believing for on a level unlike anything we have ever seen before. Father, we step out beyond the limits. We step out beyond those places. And Father, we ask in Jesus' name, based on the authority of your word, that in 2022, mm, as you promised, and Father, I do this regardless of criticism, and I do this because I know the hearts of these people as best I know. But in 2022, I declare that we function and operate and move and have our being under an open heaven. And you have given us a promise that says this, see if I will not, just see, see if I will not open the windows of heaven (laughs) and pour you out a blessing so great that you cannot contain it. And I just say over to you, over this church today, borrow vessels, not a few. (laughs) I said borrow vessels, not a few. Thank you, Jesus. You are so faithful. And Father, I thank you for divine strategies 
It's going to be a year of divine strategies, Lord, that you're going to, you're going to cause us to cast aside, shake off old mindsets that have said it's not possible. It can't happen. No, it won't be for you. And we will rise up in our authority this year because our authority is based on the living word of Almighty God. And Father, I just say this over us right now and everybody listening, everybody watching. Let God be true and every man be a liar. I said let God's word be true and every man be a liar. Therefore, Father, I thank you for a year of reigning. <laughs> R-A-I-N-I-N-G and R-E-I-G-N-I-N-G reigning and reigning in the areas of our life that have so, oh, I just cast off that spirit uh, of, of the same old, same old, just, it's like a constant, continual, uh, just, just stuff that just, just, just never seems to let go. In Jesus' name, it's broken. It's broken in Jesus' name. And we declare and we decree this day, Healing, deliverance, stay with me, prosperity, I'm not afraid of that word, favor, divine appointments, correction, clarity, focus, insight as we fellowship and meditate and pray that once again, just as in Acts chapter 2, there was a shaking and the place was filled and they spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. Thank you for the mighty wind of the Holy Spirit. Not only for here, but for our nation and for the world. Now, Father, I pray for the I pray in Jesus' name, especially for the ecclesia, for the for the world to open back up again so that we can go take the message of the good news. Break we break the authority, the lies, and we believe that we're called to go. In Jesus' name, everybody that receives that said. Amen. Well, praise God. Would you give God praise? Amen, brother. Okay. Amen. I believe that. Let me get that out again. <laughs> I believe it's prophetic. He said, you know, he said, you said, and here it is. He said, you know, when you said that, he said, now flip over to the other side. Tell your neighbor, it's time to go to the other side. We're going to the other side. Oh, there's a powerful message in that. We're going to the other side. Glory be to God, church. Do you love him today? Do you love his word? God bless you. Let's go. Thanks again for listening to our audio podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at life-church.org.